it's a big week ahead because we have an eclipse and um I felt like it was such a big week ahead that I just filmed a YouTube video that kind of goes through day by day a little bit more in depth um, because I wanted to talk I wanted to talk on Witch Church a little bit more about like the zoomed out perspective and things that were a little bit more metaphorical versus like the actual day by day astrology of next week so after which church definitely go to my youtube channel and check out my like day by day astrology forecasts for next week uh with the eclipse and everything um but one thing i can say when it comes to the eclipse is um you know we typically have some like fear mongering i think <laughs> that goes on in the astrological community when it comes to the eclipse and what eclipses really are and um a lot of astrologers interpret eclipses as like sort of ominous symbols or whatnot right and um although i don't think eclipses are like the happiest and most joyful of transits what i will say about this eclipse is that we already know like I don't think it whatever is going to somewhat shift this week or whatever is presented us presented to us this week feels like we already know what's coming or we like are already very much aware of the theme of this eclipse uh seeing that it's happening at the 29th degree of Aries and the thing is that Jupiter has been in our Aries part of our chart for um you know over four months now you know so it's like jupiter has already been triggering you know this this aries thing and and now we have an eclipse at the 29th degree of aries i mean something big is happening in our aries house but again i don't think it's necessarily coming as a surprise because this house has already been highlighted in a big way um from the beginning of this year okay so like for instance like my um i'm a cancer rising so my 10th house is aries and you know the fact that this eclipse is highlighting you know career changes potentially and highlighting like the way i show up and the way i'm being seen and blah 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 like it comes as absolutely no surprise to me you know i'm like oh that makes complete sense why this eclipse is highlighting that area of my life okay so that's what i just wanted to say in case this week we fought we stumble upon any astrological content that is kind of making us nervous or just kind of uh maybe putting like a really um ominous spin on the week ahead uh i just wanted to say that like again like we already pretty much know what this eclipse is bringing up for us and it goes back to that aries house okay in our chart but i go more into depth with that on my youtube video that i just posted i do like a week week by week kind of uh thing um but here's what i will say about eclipse weeks as well um 
this eclipse week in particular is giving um big quit energy <laughs> does anybody feel like they have big quit energy like not necessarily like in the sense of like we're all quitting our job or like I don't know but it just feels to me like it, like it's like a little kid you know trying to put a square block into a round hole and like figuring out that they can't do it like that and then just totally throwing the toy across the room and deciding like I'm done it's not for me <laughs> um there's a little bit of like you know with that eclipse happening at the 29th degree it's 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 an ending it's a release it's a purging of something um and it's something that maybe feels out of alignment or for instance something that was keeping us small um so you know there's a few things that come to mind when it comes to like things that i've seen in my own clients lives um you know i've seen a client um make a really big business move over the past couple months and like that investment being like really big and scary uh but it ultimately paying off you know like that could be an eclipse theme uh, the other day, I was talking to a friend at the gym, and they were telling me about, you know, some big news with their own job, but then it resulting in, like, an impending breakup with their partner, you know? like, And I was like, oh my god, that is so Eclipse. Like, that's the kind of news we get on the Eclipse week, right? Um... Yeah, I mean, for me, <laughs> for me personally, like, I'm, I'm feeling like kind of like definitely at a crossroads when it comes to, um, uh, like, career path and crossroads with my part-time job and me just being over it and, um, I'm at a crossroads with um, how I'm leading my classes and my clients and like there's there's big stuff going on. So I would love to know, does anybody have a sense of what their eclipse story is, you know, maybe hinting at in this moment? Keep in mind that this week is the solar eclipse, but then I believe it's the week of first week of May. I think it's around May 5th. We'll have the lunar eclipse. So we still have these two eclipses left while the nodes are in Taurus and Scorpio. Um, and I was thinking, um, you know, God, the nodes, when the nodes transit Taurus and Scorpio, like, it's tough. It's it's a tough thing, I think. Because out of all the signs, out of all the um, themes that the signs bring up, you know, it's Taurus and Scorpio that very much relate to our attachments to the material world and our attachments to other people and what we hold on to and what we're willing to let go of and what we're afraid to let go of. I mean, 
deep, deep Scorpio Taurus, um, you know, themes. I think it's very four of pentacles. <laughs> um, if you're familiar with that card in the tarot. Yet the eclipse is happening at that 29th degree of Aries. Um, and then soon after the sun and the moon will scoot into Taurus and make that exact square with Pluto. Um, so we can see the purge in the, in the poetry of the astrology. However, it's, um, it feels like something we're empowering ourselves with. Um, you know, even if it's big quit energy, um, you know, even if it's big breakup energy, even if it's big letting go, starting fresh energy, um, we're challenged to empower ourselves with that this week, okay? Jess, you said I have a job interview tomorrow, so I think I will know the answer on the eclipse. Oh my God, that's that's actually really funny. Um, yeah, you know, see, we see like, you know, these, these shifts that come up and we see the changes that might be happening or might be brewing in the background, right? And Faye, you said my nodes are in Scorpio Taurus. I get it. Me too, Faye. It's... <laughs> It's not fun around here <laughs> to have your, your natal nodes in, in Scorpio and Taurus and also be having a nodal transit, right? Um, personally, I'm kind of looking forward to when the nodes shift into Aries Libra, which will be sometime in July. Um, but I get it, Faye. I totally get it. And um, I'm thinking, my friends, you know, as I'm shuffling here, the five of wands comes out and as the eclipse happens this week there could be some five of wands moments what is a five of wands moment okay well let's bring us bring ourselves back to the numerology of the five comment below like what your your i don't know correlations with the number five are but for me five is a bridge number it's saying you know you have to cross this bridge in order to get to the next level and um <laughs> you have to go through this conflict or you have to state your need or you have to face this fear in order to overcome this challenge right like we're never going to get over the obstacle in the road if we don't actually try to physically get over the obstacle in the road, right? Um, so there's something here with that five of wands coming up this week. Uh, there's both inner and outer conflict when it comes to how we want to overcome our obstacles. And, you know, eclipses, especially this week with like, you know, leading up to the eclipse, we'll have the moon squaring Mars, we'll have the moon conjunct Chiron, we'll have the moon conjunct Jupiter. Again, I go more in depth into these transits in my YouTube video, but you know, there's some tension. There's there's some irritation potentially. Um you know, there's some like 
yeah, that tension before the rubber band kind of snaps. <laughs> um, and we're going to have to choose, I think, very intentionally um, how we move through these changes and how we move through these potential irritations or annoyances or emotional waves okay and that kind of brings me to my I, I guess my message for this week which is I guess we could sum it up in the word intention um, and something that I've noticed especially over this past month it's been a difficult month it's actually been a difficult two months I feel like March and April have been pretty hard um and I've noticed that on the days where I feel the most discombobulated or the most swept away by my emotional state or you know the days where I'm like you know ready to like <laughs> walk out of my part-time job and quit it or like the days where I'm like I'm ready to like just give up like you know it, it's also the day where I don't have any sort of intention or it's also the day where I forget which tarot card I pulled that morning you know or I forget where is the moon right now like and I think that's that's really significant because, you know, if I'm forgetting my intention for the day, if I'm forgetting where the moon is, if I'm forgetting what my tarot card was for the day, I mean, then in a way, it's not that I'm completely lost, but then I've lost, what I have lost is my sort of meaning my attitude, my my sort of energy of how I'm going to walk through the day. And that's something that I think can be really valuable during eclipse season, deciding how we are going to walk through these challenges and with what intention we are going to walk through this week. Um, and Lauren, you said five feels like change energy. The universe will shift you if you don't do it first. That also feels like eclipse season. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so like here's an example. Like I've just kind of been tuning into like an experiment. Like, you know, of of what would it be like to choose an intention every single morning? Um, and uh, I, I would invite all of us as a witch church crew to do this for five days straight every single day this week monday through friday you know let's let's write down an intention every single day and it could be the same intention every single day it could be a different intention every single day um but it's this intention uh, it, it sort of comes through you and your guides and it comes through um, sort of a moment of silence that you are giving yourself every morning. Um, it may be that intention is sort of hiding behind the fear stories that 
are at the forefront of your mind or that intention is what is underneath some kind of limiting belief that you have about yourself or your capabilities. Um, but regardless, like what I'm trying to get at is in order to feel into this intention, it's like it's behind the fear, if that makes sense. Like we have to peel back the fear. We have to peel back the conditioning in order to reach the true intention. Okay, so, you know, let me give an example of this. Um, so I, um, you know, I'm a little bit, a lot of bit, <laughs> as you can imagine, with my Taurus Scorpio um, nodes, you know, this transit has been hard for me. It's been making me feel um, just not settled in the material world. It's it's making me feel like I'm not as safe and secure as I want to be. Um, and I think it's really easy for me to let that fear story run rampant like it's really easy for me to walk around in an emotional state and be like you know in these thought spirals of like oh my god like i'm not safe enough i don't feel secure i wish i felt safe and secure or like i wish i felt more grounded or i wish i felt more certain uh, you know, like all of these like kind of stories that come from the monkey mind, I think. Um, but if I sit in silence with myself, um, I can kind of feel what is behind that, that sentiment. And what is the intention that sort of counteracts those fear stories, okay? Um, so it's a little bit like the temperance card, right? Like we have the fear story, we have the eclipse sort of panic or the eclipse um, vibes that tend to draw us into this hyper emotional state. Um, and then we have the temperance card or the intention that, you know, is present. Um, so why don't we all feel into that for a second? Like just taking a deep breath. Here's your moment of silence. Um, maybe actually what I'm kind of imagining right now, and I'll invite you to ima imagine this too. I'm imagining like all my worries and, and my anxieties as sort of like this cloud in front of my face almost. And, um, and as I take a deep breath and exhale, I'm imagining this cloud kind of blowing away. And suddenly I'm kind of able to see what is behind that cloud. And behind that cloud is my intention or my anecdote for these fear stories. Okay, so um, we all may have come up with something different 
and if you didn't come up with anything, I would I would invite you to do this practice a few times this week and kind of uh, check in with like w- what is happening. Um, but for me, what came to me was that um, the the intention or the phrase that came to me was uh, Venus is always with me, which is kind of interesting uh, because. I was thinking it was going to be more along the lines of like, I am abundant or I have enough or I am safe, which are all fine and great intentions to have for your day, right? Um, But the fact that I got Venus, what was it? Venus is, Venus is always with me or Venus is, yeah, Venus is always with me. That's significant to me because, you know, Venus is the embodiment of pleasure and of joy. Venus is the embodiment of, um, you know, uh, love and, and safety and feeling safety within love, right? So in that, in that sense, I'm kind of feeling like, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't do, like, now that I'm with that intention, I'm like, what are my worries even doing for me? You know, nothing, nothing. And that's the thing. When we really, we all have our own worries about what is going to happen in the material world, right? Uh, But they're really not doing much for me. And the intention behind, you know, Venus is always with me, it feels like it actually pays off to have fun, to be joyful, to lighten your load in some way. Um, you know, I, I don't know. There's just, there's just something there where there feels like permission to have joy in a moment of stress or anxiety or like impending panic. Um, and, ah, Sam, thanks for saying that. Um, and, Faye, you said, what houses are your nodes in? Um, so my nodes are in the uh, 5th, 11th house in the whole house system and the 4th, 10th house in the Placidus system. Uh, so I would love to know, anybody Anybody get any good intentions for this week? Um, and here's the thing, when we walk our day, or we when we walk along our path, remembering our intention for the day, um, I think it can change the way we go about, it can change the way we go about our day, okay? So like for instance, yesterday, this is kind of cheesy, but yesterday the intention that came to me was, um, it was something about, (laughs) I have to go check my journal, but it was something about happy surprises. I think it was something like, um, uh, happy surprises are coming to me. Okay. And it truly made me look at my day a little bit differently. When I met a friend at the gym, um, another friend's came that I wasn't sure if they were going to come and they did. And I was like, oh, there's a happy surprise. They came. They came to the gym. That's a happy surprise. Um, You know, there were other surprises too. Like 
I was filming my YouTube video and in the middle of it, another friend texted me and invited me to like a quick outing before she drove home to Indiana. So I, get to, I got to see my friend and have a little gossip session with her, you know, like that was a nice surprise. Um, and again, I wouldn't have viewed these things as quote unquote happy surprises unless I had taken the time that morning to write down <laughs> my intention, which was I'm available for happy surprises, <laughs> you know? Um, so it really can change your day when we kind of keep this in mind. Um, and uh, Lauren, you said the message you got was live your life. Yeah. Yeah, that feels very like live your life like I'm deconditioning from what everybody has told me about living how I'm supposed to live my life, you know? Um, and now I'm just going to live it the way I want to live it. Uh, Sam, you said I'm bopping around the house, but I'm going to sit with my cloud a little later. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Sit with your cloud a little later. And it's almost like peeling like a banana or an orange. Like you have to peel back that cloud of anxiety story. And then you get to this intention that sits behind it. That's sort of like the anecdote. Um, and every single day you might have a different anecdote this week. But I I'm excited for us to go on this experiment together. Um... Ellis, you said it sounds so silly and self-absorbed, but the feeling was I'm literally an ethereal being. I am an angel. <laughs> you are an angel. Okay. And that is funny because I think I've mentioned this before, but one of my favorite Instagram, probably my favorite Instagram, like tarot reader is Tatiana Tarot. I've always loved her. Um, you know, I've, I've loved her for like, since whenever I first listened to her interview on um, Tarot for the Wild Soul, I think that must have been like back in 2018. But I just, I love Tatiana Tarot. I love her energy. And I was watching her um, YouTube tarot forecast. I think it was last week's. And Ellis, your intention reminds me of something that Tatiana Tarot was saying because she was like, you're giving muggle right now. You're giving muggle. And you need to remember that you are a like five dimensional, you know, angelic ethereal being who is who is capable of magic. And you need to remember that you aren't just a muggle. Like you are also made of stardust, you know, however, <laughs> however cheesy as that sounds. But I think it's true. Like, you know, when we sit in our anxiety story all day long and we worry about things that are concerning us in the material world, I'm not saying we shouldn't be concerned with the material world. That's not what I'm saying at all. But when we really let that take over us, like, oh my God, I'm so worried about what this person thinks of me, or I'm so worried about like what's happening in my bank account, or I'm so worried about you know, how I'm going to be perceived or what this person's going to think of my outfit. It is giving muggle, you know, it's giving muggle. 
<laughs> like we we are uh, ethereal beings and um and oftentimes our anxiety stories bring us into that very like human muggle existence that that kind of makes us forget that we have magic you know we are magical beings uh so that's a good reminder of this week too um let me pull a card here for the collective um, if we know this week is about setting daily intentions and tuning into those daily intentions, um, and if we do lead through that lens this week, um, you know, what what can we expect happens, you know, as this week progresses? And what's funny is we got the high priestess, okay? And uh, that almost makes me want to cry because... It's so difficult um, when we are feeling bogged down by the stresses of ma the material world. We are feeling like we're giving muggle. <laughs> and we forget that we are ethereal, magical beings. Um, you know, sometimes it's kind of like we lose our connection to like our higher self and our higher purpose. And granted, I don't think we can actually ever literally lose that connection. Like I think no matter where we are in life, like those, that higher self version of ourselves is always with us. But from our human perspective, I think sometimes it feels hard to connect with them depending on what's going on, right? And I think this week is actually... A beautiful week to reconnect and strengthen our connection with our higher being higher self our ancestors our guides um, think of your intention that you download as um, as um, like a message from your higher self right because that's what we're doing when we're when we're like going behind the cloud of anxiety you know, this is muggle, this is giving muggle the, cl the, the cloud of anxiety. And then, and what is behind it is, you know, who we truly are. So, you know, the high priestess is such a, is such a powerful card when it comes to, yeah, re reconnecting um, who, what, where, who, sort of like, who our soul, what our soul agreed to as we came to this planet, you know, like, uh, did your soul come to this planet to be a writer? Did your soul come to this planet to be a healer? Did your soul come to this planet to, uh, you know, shift this family pattern or, um, connect with the ancestors or, uh, overcome this fear or that fear? Like there's some reconnection with that this week. So I'm actually really happy to see the High Priestess. I didn't expect that card to come out, but it, it feels really resonant. And the High Priestess is the card of the moon and the star of the show this week in the astrology is um, the moon because we're going through an eclipse, okay? Um, so, that's kind of my tea for the week, my friends. I want to leave plenty of time for individual polls just because I kind of had a feeling that we would need some, you know, I don't know, just some more support going into eclipse season. I know we've got 
I don't know. Like I, I'm worried <laughs> about my about my life situation. So I figure, I figure um, some other people may be as well. And if I can, uh, if I can provide some kind of support to you in this moment, I would like to. So um, yeah. So go ahead and cut or. Er, comment below any questions that you would like me to tune into with the tarot um if you need a prayer or you rather have like good vibes or a prayer or the group send you good energy you can put that below in the comments as well um and i'll just mention that um like i said check out my youtube video that i just posted give it a like give it a comment uh would love to get to a thousand subscribers by the end of this year so please help me in that goal if you haven't already and um my tarot class is still starting in may i'm just a little iffy with my may schedule at the moment um so it's still starting in may so if you're interested know that this week the news about the tarot class will probably be coming out okay but i'm excited uh i think a handful of you have reached out telling me you want to be part of the emperor cohort and i think this cohort is going to be really fun and i need this tarot class too so um any any person who's interested in the tarot class just hold tight feel free to send me a dm if you want and i can like kind of remember to remind you uh when the the class is released uh but i'm i'm excited for this one so yeah know that it's still coming in may even though right now it says sold out on my website there should be um that should change this week at some point okay pam you said i'd love a card for this week Okay, three of two minds is better than one, right? Um, I think it's a good week to collaborate when it comes to making decisions. Um, I know that oftentimes we feel cluttered by other people's opinions and viewpoints, and sometimes we just want to make the decision on our own and just like pull the trigger and and get it over with but there's something this week that's coming through where it may be valuable to collaborate with people on certain decisions maybe this has to do with like you collaborating with your daughter on a certain summer plan or um you collaborating with someone at work or um you collaborating with some friends when it comes to um yeah certain idea that you all have but it feels like the decision is a group collaboration versus an individual sort of choice I, I, if that makes sense pam uh jess you said can i get a card for my interview tomorrow yeah i'm excited for you jess ace of pentacles okay so 
this is a good sign because like regardless of what happens with the interview, you are planting a seed that needs to be planted um, when it comes to the growth of your career path and certain opportunities that are coming your way. It feels like this connection that you're making through the interview is really important. And and yeah, overall, like I don't think you have anything to worry about when it comes to the outcome of the interview because regardless of the outcome it feels like regardless of what the outcome is it's a new beginning regardless because there's a seed being planted in this process okay um lauren you said i would love an anchor card for this eclipse and ways i can live my life yeah absolutely ah okay lauren king of cups yeah, you are King of Cups. Um, yeah, so how does the King of Cups live their life? Well, the King of Cups is often, um, you know, referred to as like a healer or a therapist, which I know you've already been there and done that. But here's the thing, like, even as a healer myself, like I have to remember there are more ways than just holding space for others that can provide healing. And sometimes the most most healing thing we can do is like share our story with others and hold space for our own selves and almost like lead by example so it feels to me like through this process Lauren like you really are stepping into this ultimate healer role that you you know chose to take on in this lifetime but ironically that role is in you take on that role by by following your passion and maybe you even heal quote unquote provide healing for the most amount of people by doing what you truly want to do you know so that's that's uh feels very king of cups uh laura you said i'd love a card for the eclipse hit me with the swords oh laura guess what no swords, no swords. We got the three of cups. <laughs> All right, the three of cups. I think, um, you know, celebrate. There's there's celebration in release. So make sure you are acknowledging the strides that you've made in the past month. Make sure you're celebrating yourself. This feels very witchy. I know the witches say not to do magic on an eclipse, but I think a ritual or just like a celebration or sort of a, a rearranging, clearing of the altar, a tarot spread, a little witchy moment is definitely still okay on an eclipse. Um, I, I don't know if like a huge big spell is is necessarily the best, but but I think we can still do our witchy activities, you know, on these days. So it feels to me do something celebratory this week um let it be okay to laugh and find pleasure and find joy and um yeah yeah i'm i'm excited for any celebrations that may come through this week ellis you said what message do i need to be open to hearing for the eclipse wheel of fortune okay um, I would just say, I, I think it's a, it's a trust that things are changing, trust that change is on the way, trust that change is already happening and finding you. And in the meantime, you know, 
what helps cultivate trust. I think trust goes hand in hand with inner peace and calm. Um, so in a way, like when we're feeling like we can't see what's coming in, you know, like we can't quite see how things are going to shift, but we know we're needing to be in a place where we're, we're trusting that that shift is on its way. Um, what can we do in the meantime? For me, yeah, it's about practices that cultivate peace and calm and even silence internally. So what can you do this week that isn't you stewing in anxiety? That's not trusting. You know, what can you do this week that helps you take your mind off certain things, that helps you cultivate some sense of inner peace? And I can't help but think too that the Wheel of Fortune is Jupiter and Jupiter will soon move into Taurus. And I know you have Taurus placements, Ellis. So, you know, this change might be coming with Jupiter and Taurus, which is less than a month away. So, you know, you've got this. <laughs> things things are happening, okay? Um, Alexandra, you said, I would love a card for, a week, for the week. I'm worried about our current college decision. Okay, cool. Um, five of Swords. Okay, so one thing I'm thinking, Alexandra, is like no decision in this situation is perfect and no decision is going to please everybody. Um, however, which decision will maybe leave everybody with some semblance of relief or peace of mind? Um, and which decision feels like it's the most like anxiety ridden or emotionally taxing, which decision feels like the greatest risk and which decision feels like the lowest risk and which one is in the middle. Y you know, it, it feels to me like um, there's some kind of, extremes of opinions going on with the people who are involved with this decision. Um, but I do think there's a middle ground that doesn't necessarily 100% please everybody, but it feels like it avoids extremism, which I think is something that comes through. Um, Faye, you said I love a card for the week. Absolutely. Let's see. Ooh, Faye, okay, Eight of Swords and Death. Okay, it feels to me like this is a sign that like a worry is ending because a decision is being made or there's some sort of shift that is has arrived. And because this shift is has arrived, there's something here where it, you can start untangling yourself. And it feels to me like other decisions cannot be made until this decision is made, you know? So like, what is the choice at the forefront of your mind that can then domino effect into other shifts and other changes? So I think this is a really big moment for you. And I, I am kind of excited to see what kind of freedom 
will open up after this week for you. Okay, Celeste, you said, I love a card for the week. Yeah, let's see, Celeste. Okay, Page of Pentacles. All right, so I feel like um, let yourself be a newbie this week. Like, let yourself be a novice this week. Don't put pressure on yourself to know exactly how everything is going to work out. Also, things don't have to be perfect in order for you to get the ball rolling with certain opportunities. Um, so I, I think it's like, yeah, you're the boss and, you know, you've got all this Capricorn energy. So it's like, gosh, I put so much pressure on myself to know everything and to be on top of everything. But this week, there's actually joy in sort of discovering what is going to work for us or discovering like what is this new path revealing to me um i would say be curious be the curious student this week instead of trying to be sort of the the ultimate boss manager controller because you'll find that being the student works better and it also cultivates more ease okay morgan you said i'd love a card pulled for the guidance for the upcoming week and things to focus on. Yeah, let's see. Okay, the hanged one. Um, okay, Morgan, I think there's something this week for you, although the eclipse might bring in shifts or changes um, or endings, I think there's something here about sitting with these endings instead of reacting to them. And the hanged one often advises us to surrender into sort of not doing and just kind of observing and and watching and waiting. Uh, observing certain endings going on around us, but not feeling the pressure to react to those endings right now. And, and maybe just um, with the hanged one too, like, the the person in the hanged one is kind of like a yogi or a hermit or someone who is very spiritually um, inclined. So it might also be a good week to bring out the tarot decks, bring out the spiritual books, um, check in with the astrology, um, tap into that spiritual side of yourself to help you witness what is ending right now again, instead of reacting to it. Because when we try to push something when we're in the hanged one, we just get twisted and we we end up kind of uh, delaying ourselves in a way. Okay, armchair astrologer, you said I'd love um, a card for this week. I'm a Leo rising, so it's the last of the eclipses in my angular houses. Ooh, I'm excited for you. Okay, Armchair Astrologer, Four of Swords. Um, I think this week is a really good week to, um, uh, similar to the advice I just gave or the guidance I just gave to Morgan, like if you're feeling tired, rest. If you're feeling burnt out, rest. If you have a spare hour or so, take a nap. Um, I think rest is really valuable this week and even pulling back and and kind of spending some more time alone, maybe even 
um, avoiding making too many plans with friends or saying yes to too many people. In fact, I would watch it with saying yes to anything this week unless it feels particularly um, unless it feels particularly um, beneficial. There's something here when it comes to just hanging low and saying saying no, this is a week for me when it comes to um, hermiting. Okay, um, Sam, you said I would love a card for the week ahead. My child spring break has worn me out. Yeah, definitely. I'm not surprised. Hi, Mrs. Uh, Lumina and my roommate just walked in. <laughs> um, all right, so two of swords. Um, yeah, Sam. <laughs> yeah, clearly, clearly, other people's energy has uh, has has run you dry this week. Maybe, maybe there's a boundary that you can set with your kids, and you know, I think as a parent, we often. I mean, not that I'm a parent, but I can see that sometimes parents forget that they can set boundaries with their kids and be like, hey, like, I need, you know, this day for to be a sort of do your own thing day so I can have my moment of rest or um, I'm not feeling completely supported right now. Um, how can I how can I ask my like co-parent or my friend to help take a load off of me so I can I can kind of have this two of swords moment where I can pull back and just recuperate within myself because continuing to operate from a place of exhaustion doesn't help anybody. Okay. So I think that's just confirming whatever boundary, Sam, you're, you're sort of needing with the outside world, um, this week. Okay. Kim, you said, I'd love some guidance for the week. Okay, Kim the Magician. Okay, cool. So I feel like this this eclipse week is kind of reconnecting you back to your own inherent power to make choices, to connect with your own free will. It feels like you might be empowered to make certain things happen this week. Usually during an eclipse week, this has to do with being able to let go of certain things in order for new things to come through. Um, so maybe take stock of like what feels out of alignment, but at the same time, it feels very energized and like you're running with this eclipse energy and making the most out of it. Um, cool. Uh, Noelle, you said, hey Mal, if there's time, I would love a card. Ace of Swords. Okay, Noelle. Um, Noelle, I don't know if you listened to the beginning of this, but I talked a lot about intention settings and, and narratives that we tell ourselves about the day ahead. And I think that'll be especially important for you going into this week and even today like this new idea or this new narrative that you're running with and that you're going to um sort of set the energy of the week ahead with okay so any new ideas any new narratives any intentions really make the most out of them this week okay um Let's see, Corey, you said a card for the eclipse, please. Yeah, let's see. 
Okay, Corey, Knight of Pentacles. Um, and Knight of Pentacles. Knight of Pentacles is often for me a message about speed and where we may be going too fast into saying yes. But also on the flip side, it could also be like where we are um, sort of stalling or procrastinating beginning something because we're waiting for a perfect time, quote unquote, to do something. But regardless, Corey, when it comes to timing, I think just tune into where it feels good to go slow and, and follow that sort of um, that vibe. But then where does slowness make you feel like you're bogged down or or delaying or procrastinating and, and listen to that speed as well? Um, I love tuning into the Knight of Pentacles with like how fast or how slow we're, we're moving about our day and we're making our decisions. Okay, cool. Oh, Kim, you said you got a job interview this week. Uh, awesome. I'm, I'm excited for you. Um, and okay, Noel, you said I've got the week off. I'm on a break between school ending and starting a new job. Okay. That's very ace of swords. Um, you're welcome, Corey. I'm just reading your comments here. Um, guys, I'm glad we got to meet for a little, uh, yeah, a little hangout before this week ahead. And um, I'm in full agreement that the changes that are coming your way will be really positive shifts, even, even if they are initially um, maybe a little bit emotionally rocky or are kind of, uh, you know, eclipse season can bring up a lot of anxiety stories as we talked about in the beginning. I'm in full agreement that, you know, this week actually shifts a lot of things for you for the better. And uh, please send me good vibes <laughs> with my, um, let's just say, send me good vibes with my 10th house career stuff working out this week and uh besides that like i said check out my new youtube video for some more astrological information about this week ahead and um for those of you who are interested in the tarot class starting in may stay tuned um should have some more clarity on that date this week um thanks for joining my friends this week and uh we'll talk